0: Praise God! You are welcome in the nations of the world. He's so sweet to trust in Jesus, just to pray in Mary's word, just to. it's very important, um, I just want to share, everyone has a salvation story. Everyone has a salvation story. So how did I come to Christ? How did I become a Christian? We were never Christians at home. We, we, we were never Christians at home. I, I said I was going to share this. I, I shared this on Yoko's, Yoki Zozo in church. That was um, over 15 years ago. And um, so how did I become a Christian? I wasn't from a Muslim background, I was we were were Christians, foundationally Christians, by religion, Christians. If they outline Christian, Islam, traditional religion, um, we were Christian by religion. But we weren't really Christians. But I remember in 1990, 91, 1990 especially, I followed one of my older nieces to her school. And in another school, while while they were there, and it was a premium school. It wasn't a local school like some of us attended, a local school. It, it was a premium school, you know, and I saw the way people were behaving. They were actually collecting their results. I, I saw the class of parents that came, I saw the class of students that came, pupils that came to that school. While we were in the bus going back home, I just began to think about my life. And when I got back home, This was 1990. When I got back home, I just knelt at our living room. And I said, Lord, change my life. Change my life. Take my life. Use it for your glory. 91, I moved to high school. And I especially want to thank God for the deeper life Christian fellowships that came to our high schools early in 1991. I was in GS1, and they came early, and uh, b- the fellowship started, and there were a lot of brethren. Other night one had moved to the First Square Gospel Church, which I want to thank that church also, the First Square Gospel Church. Thanking God for the church and the ministry, and I in the fellowship, brothers, there were all, several brothers from the First Square Gospel Church, so we were all together in that fellowship in school, in the school fellowship. During the break time was when we used to have the school fellowship. But the deeper life was the one coordinating it. That's why I'm thanking God for them also. Um, the Deeper Life Fellowship, the, the people they sent from their church to the schools to come help the students with the word. They will share with us the word and they will share the outline with us in the school fellowship. But proud before now, I never used to go to church, but I had a friend, I had a very good friend. I had a very great friend by the name of Victor. Who invited me to church see there are a lot of people out there they don't go to church on Sunday Christianity I know it's not about going to church alone but you must learn the power of invitation you must learn to always extend invitation to people so he came to invite me but there were several times I want to go to church I will get on the middle of the road when I'm almost there I will just think oh my people that knew me in my primary school, in my elementary school would see me. And they would laugh at me. Because I never used to go to church. So I would just walk back home. I did that several times. I would just walk back home. You know, till one day, my friend said he was going to come to pick me. And he came one of those Sundays. And he waited for me to finish my house walk, my house chores. And he waited. And we went to church together. This was 1991. And since then... I have loved to always go to church. So you must learn the power of invitation. If you have a family member that sits at home and doesn't go to a place of worship, a local church, you know, you must learn to encourage them and say, you know what, I'll come and pick you. We will go together. We will sit together. Because there are some of them, they, you know, come into a church. They feel, oh, oh, we didn't know I've been a sinner. We didn't know I I was very wicked. We didn't know I was, no, 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 no. You know, learn. You tell the person, we'll go together. we we'll go together. That's exactly what, that was exactly where my story changed. And in 1992, blessed God, I met with the person of the Holy Spirit. I received the Holy Spirit in the baptismal class of the Sunday school. Thank God for Sunday school. Thank God for Sunday school. Oh, glory to God. In 1993, for the first time, I graduated as a full worker. I was young. A young teenager. I graduated as a full worker in the First Square Gospel Church in 1993. You know, and I, I, I thank God for them. We will go to the camp meetings at Ajebo Camp. We will go to those, to the, to those, to those camp meetings, the Junior High Crusader meetings, the, the Senior High Crusade meetings. That's how we, we were going. As young people, and we will go for the for the competition for a, a quiz competition for the Bible. That's one of the ways I learned the Bible. You know, and through the Sunday school, every Sunday, the the, the the memory verses that you must know, you say them and you get the prizes. I want to thank God for those churches. That was how I came up. And in 96, I migrated with several of my friends to Christ Embassy. Love World Christmas where I was for 19 years, and it was supernatural. And all through my school, in in college, all through my high, my my, my, school, my college days, uh, migrating from the one uh, from from one institution to another till I graduated and I was ordained in school and I started working. I was there all through. I was in Christmas all through. But one thing: why have I told you a bit of my salvation story? Listen were product of many meetings? There is no self-made man. There is no self-made man that can succeed in this life. It has to be by. It has to be a God-made man. Listen, I, I know some people will say, "Oh, be original, be original." Uh, see, nobody dropped from the sky. You went through someone. You went through somewhere. You went through some people. You learned under some people. You went for meetings. Those were what we did. We went for the meetings, for the school of faith. We went for the foundation school. We went for the school of faith. We went for the faith clinics. We went for the night of bliss. We went for the day of bliss. We went for all this program. We went for the total experiences. We will travel our students, who travels interstate. We went for the youth conferences. We went for the ladies and men in ministry meetings. We went well, for the charismatic renewal conferences. Because of our passion for Christ. So we're product of many meetings. Nobody was made overnight. It's been a journey. It's been a journey. And God saw the journey ahead. God saw the journey ahead. God has seen your walk. God has seen your ways. We don't transform overnight. It's a process. We grow in these things. That's the way we do it. We grow in these things. And we grow in the things of the spirit. And that's why I encourage you. You must attend a local church. You must have where you fellowship. You must have where you worship. You must have where you are serving. See, in the house of God. You must learn to serve in the house of God. You must learn to contribute your own in the house of God. It's so vital. It's so vital. We cannot afford to be lazy in the house of God. Or to be laggards in the house of God. We're vital in the, in the physical work and we're not vital in the house of God. That's a shame. No, that's not of God. God will reward. In 7 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 10, the Bible says, one day we will stand before the judgment seat of Christ to receive a reward of all that we have done in the body. What have you done for God? What have you done as a Christian? Or maybe you didn't start us as a Christian like some of us. I never used to go to church till the 31st of December when everybody's out there in the church just to say God met me in the house of the Lord by 12 a.m. that's the way we lived for years that's the way we live for years but thank God for salvation okay oh some say but while I said I was a Christian I'd made mistakes along the line listen the tragedy wasn't that you messed up I said it several times the tragedy wasn't that you failed. Could a Christian make a mistake? Yes. Proverbs 24, verse 16, the Bible says, Don't a righteous man fall down seven times, but each time he rises up again. Rise up. Don't stay there. Don't stay there. Get up and keep on going. You are working on something. Matthew 5:48, the Bible says, He said, Be you perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. He said, Be you perfect. That's what he says. It's a walk in progress. You are a in progress. Keep walking on it. You fell? Get up. Get up. Get up. He's a God of second chance. He said, oh, I used to be a Christian, but I backsteaded along the line. Listen, salvation is still before you. You can rededicate your life. You can rededicate your life. You can rededicate your walk with God. You can start a fresh walk with God. You can renew your commitment to God. Listen, the Bible says what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul the Bible says what will a man give in exchange for his soul when I stand before God I won't stand before God with my certificate I would not stand before God with my children I wouldn't stand before God with my spouse I wouldn't serve before God with my house with my houses with my with my cars with my shoes with your shirt with your wristwatch which with all the other oh this is a certificate of our word of emeritus this is the certificate of so-and-so this is the so-and-so school you badge these from 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 errors you badge these from harvard you badge this for all those who matter did you fulfill what you came to life to do that's the main thing did you fulfill your purpose did you fulfill your purpose did you fulfill your purpose do you know your purpose first Do you know you were born for a purpose? Do you know you are alive for a reason? Everyone has a reason why he's alive. I love Miles Moran. He said, when the purpose of a thing is not known, then abuse is inevitable. Stop abusing the temple of God. Stop abusing this life that you are living. Don't live a wasted life. It's not in the number of years. It's in impact that matters. What impact can you make? What impact have you made in life? What impact have you made in life? So what would you do with all that God has put inside you? Their gift inside you. their talent inside you. their innovation inside you. Don't waste it. When a child comes into this life, there are two principal destinies for that child. God has a destiny for that child. The devil has a destiny for that child. So whose destiny will you fulfill? Your friends will stand before you just stand we stand with you at the judgment seat of Christ. You are going to stand alone. We are going to stand alone. Alone. The Bible says, naked we came into this world. When we are living, we go naked. That's the way it is. No one was born with money in his hands when you came to this earth. Nobody was born with money. So the, all those monies, you are going to leave there. Nobody was born in a car. I mean, with a car. That you carried a car when you were coming. You held a small car. do even say that you are the owner of cars of this life. Nobody was born with dignity. You. you came alone. You came naked, and when you are going, you are going back naked. So why have I said this to you today? Is to encourage you, and to say to you today: Are you a Christian? And I'm not talking about the one that is going to church alone. Is Jesus Lord of your life? If Jesus is Lord of our life, He has to be Lord of our decisions also. He's Lord over everything. He's not Lord of some things on Sundays. And by Sunday evening, he's no more Lord. No, no, no. He's Lord in absolute. I'm telling you, it pays. It pays to follow God. It pays to follow God. What dream do you want to live of yourself? He will help you. He will help you. In Isaiah chapter 50, verse 7, the Bible says, For I know that the Lord God will help me. He said, therefore, I will not be disgraced or embarrassed. He said, therefore, I have set my face like a flint, But I know that I shall not be ashamed. You cannot be put to shame. And you will not be put to shame. God will help you. See, just follow him. Just follow him. Just follow him. There's a glory behind. There's a glory in front of you. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2, the Bible says, looking unto Jesus, Looking on to Jesus, the Author and the finisher of our faith. The Bible says, Who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. He despised the shame. Endure the cross. Just endure the cross. God will reward you. The Bible says God is a rewarder. God doesn't forget. The Bible says God is a rewarder. You're doing everything for God and you're doing it in your best way. God is a rewarder. God is a rewarder. God is a rewarder. God is a rewarder. And God doesn't fail. And God never puts down. And know this, that God will never and can never mismanage your life. That I can tell you 100 times.